A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. How good was it to see Roger back, Jamie? Roger, Tuivasa, Sheck, back in Warriors colors, tearing it up. How good? Roger Tuivasa can tackle. My goodness. How good was that? Dumped him, eh? And then the- Absolutely dumped the running didn't look any different. And obviously his big thing, hey, is just getting one-on-one with, with the defender, which he wasn't able to get as much at fullback. And uh, yeah, he looked, um, some of his runs looked as good as like a Herbie Farnworth type, like style of running, obviously good on his feet and just strong. Um, very interesting, isn't it? Obviously fantasy wise, it's pretty tough at the price, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they priced him at something like 45 due to his fullback scores. So it's really hard to just go there. But yeah, I mean, eventually at some point in the season, he could well be worth picking up because he could be one of those um, elite center types that we go for. It's just really hard to go there from round one, uh, given that he's already priced there. Do you think that's that's how he'll line up and on, on that left edge? Obviously, we'll um we'll, we'll see him in the second trial as well. But is that where you see it? I think it looked great there, and I, I wouldn't be changing it. I I think that he'll line up in the centers. There was a little bit of uh noise uh ali layer tt or letatu was would be center and he would move to wing but i mean it didn't really make sense to move your gun who you've just brought back in who's been training there most of preseason there so i think we'll see roger where he was and um the warriors uh they could have another crack this year exactly layer taua layer taua i think it's the way we say it um been learning doing my doing my uh Doing my lessons, that's for sure. But uh, 300K for him. Let's go to that on the other side. I've got Adam Pompey, uh, who played left. And then you've got Rocco Berry, who was on the right as well. If we see Ali named on the inner centers for this for this main trial for them, um, although you could say that it was almost a main trial for him, given a lot of their starters played. But if he was named there again, I think he looked great. He's obviously young, but um, probably offers a little bit more than, than Rocco. Yeah, uh, Rocco was solid, but he... You do have pedigree in Leotawa. Uh, he's the nephew of previous Warriors, New Zealand, and Super League great uh, Ali Leotiti, who is actually named after, apparently. And yeah, if if he does that, he's got the wraps, he's got the reserve grade average, and he's priced pretty cheap. He could be a solution to our center problems. But yeah, he'd need to knock out one of those guys 
uh, out of the starting spot, which I don't know if he will at this stage. He's actually moved into my into my team. I, I'm I'm tipping that he will get the get the position, uh, and he'd be super exciting defensively. I think he was he was very good. I think he had one mishap, but um, even attack as well, super strong on both sides. And imagine him playing next to SJ, Kurt Capewell, and um and DWZ. I think he could he could be a really really good scorer in our centers and able to get the dual center wing um center and wing fullback. Yeah, how so good would that be? It'd be a very big solution to a lot of our woes at the moment. Let's hope, hey? Um, but yeah, as you said, that reserve grade average at, at 41.8 in the centres, and he, he had a 38 in 65 minutes in his first game. And uh, yeah, picked up 28 on the weekend. Oh, no, 30-odd on the weekend in um, in half a footy. So looks really, really good if he was to get that spot, but we will wait and see. Someone who looked great on the weekend as well was Bunty Afoa, mate. At 392, is there space for him in this forward pack, or is it just really hard? But Barnett was out a lot of last year and he's going to be taking a lot of minutes. Capewell's coming in, which probably means he'll either come off the bench or it's going to push new Corey to the bench, which just, it's just going to squeeze him. I think so. I don't know if there's a lot of value in him. I'm probably going to just stay away. Yeah, for sure. And Tom Arley was the other one. They both scored over 50 on the, on the weekend, but again, Leading a um leading a pack that wasn't anywhere near full strength with Tohu and these guys out uh, and Adam Fennell Blake just you know a clear two to to name that they get big minutes in uh, in this pack but um yeah it's good to see they've got plenty of um, plenty of stocks um in your, ready to go that's for sure. Mitch mm-hmm. Barnett made a six thirty nine. Is there any value in him? Do you think that he plays some some really big minutes or is it like a maybe next year when AFB's gone? Yeah, I think that's probably what's going to be. It, as as you've been talking, it sort of struck me how very, very similar this is to the Titan situation. You had another really big minute prop in Fodawaka, uh, not at the a most amazing PPM, um, scoring pretty well because, and there's somebody who is out long-term. But yeah, I, I think that the minutes are going to come down this year. And I think that we're only going to see really good scoring from him if AFB is gone. So AFB and him are going to take quite a lot of middle minutes. Tohu's going to take quite a lot. And then all the rest of the guys probably just scrambling to get more than sort of 20 or 25. So probably not one that's going to have a ton of minutes. He'll still score okay, but just not fantastic. Definitely. You haven't got much uh, value in, in a Rocco Berry or a Kirk Capewell. Don't have that upside. Wait, Egan, mate, you've got a void for your sanity. Tell us more at 587. <laughs> Yeah, well, Wade Eakin is one of those sort of about three or four players who you're always worried is just going to go off in the next two plays with the HIA. He always gets his head into the wrong spot, it seems. And I think he had, oh, I, I, I can't even remember. I was going to pull up his profile and check how many concussions he did have. But yeah, I mean, he is definitely undervalued if he is going to avoid that and play decent minutes. If he played 80, well, I mean, there would be quite a decent amount of value, but I'm not quite confident in that. And I'm not confident in his tackle technique. So just don't turn it into a Brandon Smith situation where you want to buy him three times. Oh, even Brandon Smith the other night, like he, he looked a lot better, yeah. didn't he? And then, but you know, he got whacked. I can't remember where it was the first point and then got a knee to the, to the cheek. He just like, he swings his body around so much. He's just going to get stray elbows and stray knees all the time. Isn't he? It's so scary to watch if you do own. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those guys that it's like you're constantly waiting to trade him out. You're like, I know this guy is going to be good until he's not. (laughs) And you're really terrified of that time where he isn't. 
Definitely, mates. And uh, Adam Fennell Blake had a career year last year up at a 57.6 average. Absolutely massive. Do you see him regressing a little bit? And, and would you kind of look to push someone away from buying him to start the year? I would think he drops a little. I don't know how much. It might not be too much uh, at all. He he is an option for try scoring, but I mean, you don't usually project somebody to score eight tries a year as as a starting prop. So I think that he'll be good again this year. Maybe he'll be mid-50s instead of high 50s. But yeah, somebody um, to possibly look at through the origin period a bit, although the Warriors don't cover as many origin rounds this year. They're really good for head-to-head. Maybe he's a really good head-to-head buyer if his price drops a little bit uh, and he gets around that 700K mark. Definitely, mate. So let's go to Tohu Harris while we're there at 736. He, he obviously can score better than this. And we've seen at the beginning of last year when he got those those full 80-minute games that he can be up around that 60 kind of mark. Do you see any value with him or is it just another year older and and kind of a bit risky and stuff like that with his with his knees? Yeah, I was actually surprised to see how well he did score when you filter out those about three games or four games where he played 30 or 40 minutes because he got injured or went off with a niggle or something like that. It was around it was around that 57, 58 mark. So, I mean, if for some reason he was to play 80, um, he'd be really good. But the thing is, they've got Barnett back and I don't expect that they'll make him do that now. He loves to stay on the park and do it, but like I don't know if he'll do it every week. So probably not. Probably not going to score quite that well, and I've projected him to sort of sit around where he's priced at. For sure. Jackson Ford, mate, we'll just give him a clap. Thank you for last year and and move on. Um, Chanel Harris-DeVito at 350, just a bit too expensive. He he kind of looked obviously second fiddle to that of of Luke Metcalf as well. Just you'd want him about 230 or something to to make some money, right, you know. Yeah, he's like he's like trying to buy um, an Amone or a Sullivan next to Ben Hunt. SJ is going to kick a million meters. They're not. They're not kicking goals. You really need uh, a higher tackle base or more involvement, more tackle breaks in order to become relevant. And I don't think Chanel's are going to be a 500k type of guy. Definitely, mate. My girlfriend's going to be playing fantasy for the first time this year, and uh, SJ was her first picked. And no, I don't think he'd be captain, but uh, first pick, mate. Give us the positive side of Johnson. Can he back it up? And maybe the negative side. For, for start not starting with him? Well, Johnson was honestly pretty much by the year last year. He was absolutely fantastic. We thought there might be a tiny bit of value with some more kick meters, but I mean, he exceeded that and blew that out of the water by a good 10, 15 points. He, absolute stellar year. I was really sad that he didn't end up getting the Dally M, but it can't take away from how good that season was. I think that with RTS back, the Warriors do have the chance to have another crack at this premiership tension before a couple of their guys leave or SJ retires and stuff like that. So, I mean, if he's really keen and he's motivated, he could well push 60 plus again. But on the negative side, that's pretty much as high as we've ever seen him. And that was nearly a perfect year. So I do... A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. See him probably falling a couple points, a little bit like Cherry Evans, to be honest. So he could fall back to high 50s, uh, around 60, instead of 63, 64. Which I suppose, yeah, still good with the um, him not playing Origin and the like. So, yeah, no no issues either way. Hey, Jacob Laban, 230K, had a cracking trial yesterday as well. So keep him on the black book. But, yeah, just as we were speaking about, the, the forward pack is so strong here. Uh, we spoke about Ali there. You've got Freddie Lustig as back up oh, Zion with that whole tackle uh he'll miss some time I'd imagine getting sent off yeah I'd say I reckon he probably will it's unfortunate some of these guys getting suspended in this first trial game and also getting knocked out and not being out of play the second trial game it would have been nice to see some of these names yeah for sure mate and Tamari Martin at 378k he was only he was down the low 300s last year and, and sort of made a bit of money before getting injured do you see any value in him to start or or even Metcalf at that? Not too much. So uh, Tamara Martin has a better tackle base, but similar to uh, Chanel Harris-DeVita, doesn't have as many like attacking stats, like tackle breaks, offloads, and things like that, that are going to boost him up. Metcalf did, and as a result, that pushed his price up another six points. So I don't think I expect him to make much more on that. But he did have some good scores for a while there last year. I think he had like about a, a month period where he scored 240, 20 and 60. So he can go on little runs, but priced at 457 already, not somebody I'm, I'm chasing. Definitely. We've got Montoya there, mate, at 417. He was the, I believe, their captain on the weekend, um, which was fun to watch. But uh, is there a chance that like Pompey could take the wing spot if, if like he needs a spot on this side? If they do shuffle things around because RTS is back, uh, some of, I think Dallin's probably safe, but the the other players in that backline do need to watch their backs a little bit. So it could be somebody who is under threat at least. Great news, this club man. They've improved so much. The um, outside backs stocks are, are great. Obviously now with RTS coming, Ali coming into um, into the fray as well, and and the the forward stocks are huge. And they've got four half but like four four uh, halves as well. So they're they're good across the whole board, which is um. Bodes well for another great season. I don't see how they could fall off, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know whether they'll match exactly how good they did last year, but I can't see them falling out of the eight. Some people got them falling quite a bit, and I'm like, why? Yeah, I know it's better you've, teams. It's but... like the Dolphins. It's like you've added a Herbie, and you've added an RTS, and you've added Capewell compared to adding a Flegler. I don't know if it's quite as good, but like... It's an improvement. Like while their premiership window is still open, go for it. Yeah, hundred percent, uh, mate. Chance single cook starter, five fifty one k. Kind of for me, did his dash last year and really helped us out and kind of you know played some of the best footy of his career in a good side. Do you see that happening again and him being like a forties guy or yeah, is he just worth it or not? Yeah, I think he's a good option for draft. I think he's going to be a little bit undervalued by some guys. Uh, I'm, I'm 
talked myself out of him and then immediately regretted the second I picked someone else in about like round seven or round eight. But mm. yeah, for classic, probably not got too much more in him. He loves his meters and he loves uh, a little bit of attack. But yeah, he, he doesn't quite have stats across the board to turn him into an elite keeper. So I'd say low 40s is probably where I have him at. Yeah, I mean, you've got um, Jazz Tavanga there. Obviously, he's been a guy that if there was an injury, he'd get the big minutes. But you see him playing a low-minute role and probably losing somewhere between 15 to 20 points, which um yeah. be tons interesting and to see. Tons of points. It, he's the guy who goes to lock when Tohu's out. and will, He just plugs the holes. And this year, they're all filled. So, honestly, he's he could lose two, 300K. Yeah, wow. Uh, and you've got DWZ there at, uh, at 569K. Got you got him there as that jump from twenty seven points to forty one on the wing. That's a pretty incredible rise, isn't it? Obviously, if there wasn't a, a Jermaine Asako in the in you know, out there as well, he would have had a, an incredible, um, yeah, what's that? A couple hundred k that he gained from that mm. um, from that average. So it's hard to see him matching that or or bettering that, right? Yeah, I mean, when you're averaging one point two tries a game, how how much further can you go up? Like you're not Alex Johnston scoring 30 tries uh, a year consistently all the time. So, I mean, it's just, it's just someone you can't go near once they've basically, you know, they've hit their peak. Yeah, for sure. Mate. And, uh, and the Warriors looking at their draw, they have a buy in round 19 and one in round 27 as well. So pretty well the whole way through until that round 19 buy that they're, they're pretty solid. Cause you know, you can usually prepare pretty well for round 13. So, can use um, yeah, a couple of those players that don't have a buy all the way through to that point. Uh, you're good to go with them from round 14, 16, 17, obviously there, which is uh, which is cool. So, you know, if if value presents itself, then, uh, yeah, they're going to be good buyers across that whole time, right? What are your thoughts on that draw? Yeah, I think there's um, good stretches to buy them. They're one of these teams that have got a little bit spread out buys, but they're not so far apart that it makes it... Uh, or too early that it makes it a bit awkward. However, you do need to note now, this is the team that's got the round 27 buy. So like the Eels last year, you've got to be prepared. You don't want to have SJ, AFB, and like a Tohu in your final team because they're just going to be so much money sitting on the sidelines along with the resting. So if you're head-to-head, Warriors the team to go for? Missing one origin round, missing two origin rounds, missing round 27. You're clear. You're in the clear. There's nothing... Uh, it's going to be affected. So if you do want to go for an AFB for um, head-to-head reasons, maybe it's a good option. But for overall, you just got to just gotta make sure you know what you're doing as you go through the year. Yeah, and I suppose these guys, like, if we do think that they're at their sort of peak price, which is why we haven't spoken about a lot of Warriors plays in this preseason, it, that means sort of, what, around that, maybe around four, five, six is a, is a time that maybe they've come down a little bit and then they are guys that you can sort of target during that period with, um, you know, a, c- a couple of slightly softer matchups in there with, you know, dragons, Titans around seven, eight potentially. And um, yeah, moving forward to a team that you've got, yeah, as I said, around 14, 16, 17, most of these guys don't play origin. So you're not looking at people backing up and performing poorly after origin as well. So maybe that's when you, when you look at some of these guys is after they have come down a little bit, even Johnson, man, like, if he came down to sort of that 800k mark and average sort of 57 or 55 or something, and then they um you know really kick into gear, that that's when you can look at guys like or if AFB hasn't scored a try for a few weeks, like these mm. are kind of things that you could look at 
after a few rounds for sure. And, you know, take the value on offer in round one guys. And then things change very quickly, don't they in fantasy? Oh, absolutely. I mean, by the time we get to round, by the time we do get to round 15, 16, 17, that nice looking draw to finish the year might be not as we think. I mean, the Raiders, we project to go down a little bit, Tigers to maybe go up a little, Eels in contention for that eight, but maybe not get there. And Seagulls maybe rise a little bit, but hard to figure out. So it's you'll just have to watch it as it goes. There could be a, a good time to buy the mid-season because there is a nice looking stretch later on, especially for your guys like SJ, maybe some really big 80s and 90s in there. But yeah, just keep an eye on how it goes and their price for overall compared to head-to-head. Definitely. A uh, big thank you to all, all of you guys for, for tuning in to, to these videos here. This is our final one out of the 17 teams. So it's been a, a crazy preseason. And by the time this uh, this one comes out, we'll be sort of, I think, by the uh, by the second trial, trial week, which would be cool, and about a week to go to, to lock in our sides, um, which is going to be super, super, super exciting. Uh, and I think by this point, you probably would have seen a, a bit of a, a scoop update on his team. Uh, obviously, there's been a few guys that have uh, had a little laugh at at scoop saying that all he says is avoid, avoid, avoid. So um, we'll at least get, we'll at least get to see, have you, have you locked in a, a, have you got a 21 set mate, or have you got heaps of gaps? Uh, I've got 21, but I don't think the 21 that I've got currently is the one that I'm going to roll with. I had like just from little trials news, like things like, Oh, Trindle might be injured for five seconds. I chucked Atkinson in there. So he's going to come out again and stuff like that, you know? So by the time we get to that video, I'll have had a look at it for five seconds and be able to talk you through some of the, what I got. Beautiful. Um, yeah, big thanks to you, Scoop, for, for coming up with this buy plan. I know everyone loves it. And uh, yeah, if you want to be, if you want to see this, guys, then uh, jump in the private group and, and Scoop gives you all the all the help that are uh, possible there on a one-to-one basis as well. So yeah, big thanks to you, mate, for, for going through this. And it's been great asking for your thoughts. And I know that yeah, people can get a little bit tired of just listening to myself at this time of the year and when things aren't as new. Um, so it's great to get your perspective as well, mate. And uh, yeah, we'll see that team 